Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Paul, the Japanese government saying the missile appears to have splashed down in waters east of Japan. Let's bring in uh, Bloomberg's Sophie Jackman, who is our Tokyo bureau chief. Sophie, what do we know at this point? I know it's kind of still unfolding, and I'm being told that Japan's National Security Council is a meeting at this hour, right? That's right. They are meeting a typical response following a missile like this. But this was pretty unusual this morning. We had seen a major ramping up of North Korean missile launches in recent months, and particularly in the last week or two, coinciding with Vice President Harris's visit to this region and even to the demilitarized zone that separates North and South Korea. But today's missile crossing over the Japanese mainland and into the ocean was the first time in five years, as you said, the Japanese government here issued the J-Alert, which is a civil defense warning system that tells people to hunker down in heavy concrete buildings or underground. And that warning only applied to the north of the country, where sirens were also heard going off. But here in Tokyo, too, all our TVs went black and displayed this warning. Pretty scary. There are United Nations Security Council resolutions banning North Korea from launching any of these ballistic missiles. But whether there'll be any kind of penalty for this escalation is a bit hard to say. Earlier this year, China and Russia did veto a new uh, sanctions resolution against North Korea for its uh, escalating missile launches. And the world is very much looking to Ukraine rather than this part of the world. So it will be interesting to see whether the Japanese government, of course not a Security Council member, pushes for any more severe treatment after this scare today. Well, you mentioned uh, the visit by uh, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris to the region. North Korea typically has a habit of timing these weapons test to political events. No reason to suspect that this is not one of those cases, correct? That's right. In addition to that visit by the vice president, we also had the arrival of the USS Ronald Reagan, the aircraft carrier and its group to South Korea for joint drills there. And this is something North Korea is not a fan of US uh, South Korean military exercises. But this is certainly a bit of an escalation. We had seen a bit of buzz warning that the, the next escalation might even be a nuclear test, be that underground or, or even in the atmosphere, which would be huge. That would be the first time in many years. And you'd think that that would possibly prompt uh, a bigger reaction from the international community as well. This year in 2022, uh, Kim Jong-un has launched more ballistic missiles than in any other year in his, uh, his decade-long stint in power there in North Korea. So it is definitely ramping up. We feel that very acutely here. Sophie, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your perspective. And we'll keep tracking uh, the Bloomberg terminal to see whether or not there is any any statement made after the uh, meeting of the Japanese National Security Council, which is underway at this hour. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? 
and where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.